Did you hear that? What? What? That that noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. Looking to keys today? Yeah. Okay. Of course you can. I'm gonna get some edibles too. I'm gonna make a couple stops. Make a couple stops, Bay. I'm gonna do it. Are you gonna do it? Yeah. Let me turn the volume down. That'll help. Yeah. Much I'm gonna better. do it. You deserve that. Thank you. You're welcome. After last night's Takis incident. Fuck you, Walgreens. Jake's never gonna love again. Every time I go to Walgreens, I'm just disappointed. Like, Family Dollar is way better than Walgreens. I said what I said. I love Family Dollar. If Family Dollar had a pharmacy, I'd fucking jizz in it. But it would be on birth control. So we'd be good because that comes from the pharmacy. Pharmacy. I see where you're coming from there. I don't know. That's checking out. That's Check. checking off all the boxes. Checking off all the boxes. Yeah, and yeah. The lady at Walgreens is really nice. The last time I was there, but I know I saw it to keys there. I oh, that place is a hellhole. It is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Motherfucking. Anyway, it's Haley. It's Jake. It's the horror comedy podcast. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great as well. Actually, I barely slept. I slept for maybe like five, six hours. So I'm two Red Bulls deep, and um. You're bulls deep. And bulls deep. Yeah, that's good. That's true. Also. <laughs> that's right, people. Yes. They like me. Bulls deep. Bulls deep. Blue Bulls. Blue Bulls deep. Because they're blue, blue flavored. I don't like them. Honestly, blueberry, not my thing. Really? Controversial statement of the night. I said it. I don't like blueberry. Blue, blue flavored like stuff? I blueberries either. What? No, they got those little tiny little seeds that get stuck in your teeth. Who cares? You gotta take risks. I care. You gotta take risks for things. I care. It almost pushes me off of strawberries. <gasps> Raspberries? Uh, I'll always eat raspberries because uh, uh, thinking about it though kind of gives me the chills because I know they have little tiny little seeds. Oh, they're it's big. A, it's a texture thing. They're for me. big seeds. But I'll fucking clomp them down. Just not blueberries. I think I like raspberries more because they're like little tiny individual cells. I mean, you eat it it's like popping. Like you know when you get the fish eggs on sushi. Yes. And you pop them? Yes. It's like doing that, but raspberries. Raspberries. Uh, rabbit hole, sorry. I liked it. I think that's a very good point. It's basically the same thing. Jake, I want to... What are we smoking? Do we know? Lilac Diesel. It's amazing. It's Lilac. It's really good. It's L- fantastic. Lilac. I highly recommend drinking Red Bull and smoking weed at the same time. It's just like an incredible feeling. I'm like, drinking coffee. It's, it's like so also weird. really good. 
coffee and a joint. Oh my god, it's amazing. The perfect thing. I've started my day like that for the past two weeks, and it's great. Caffeine and weed belong together. Um, I agree. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Yeah. Yolo. Yolo. Doing my best. Uh, great. Yeah. Sorry about late episodes and whatnot. Um. Look. I'm doing probably my best. sound like we're beating a dead horse here. Okay, but mental health checks. Yeah. Do them. Do them. Okay. And just know that tomorrow's a brighter day. And if you need help, get help. Yeah. Okay. There's services. Find, you know, mm-hmm. find a subreddit if you need it. You gotta. You fucking gotta. What is subreddit but fucking a giant, like, therapy session? It is. <laughs> and it is a fucking internet therapy session. Huh. It's like a cafeteria. <laughs> and, like, all the tables are... Just different subreddits. (laughs) And you gotta pick who you wanna sit with to talk about some problems. That could be a good art thing. Yeah. Just like draw a bunch of lunch tables and then be like, can't sit here. Can't sit here. (laughs) God, I used to hate that. The chick in the movie, like, seats taken. Mm -hmm. Or the, I don't know, there's one little girl who shakes her head. I don't even think she has any line. She just shakes her head. She's like tall, awkward. I think she's wearing like a pink dress or something. That's Tom Hanks' daughter. What? Yeah. It's like Dang. Rebecca Hanks or something. That's crazy. Yeah. It was on Reddit. She nailed it. She was perfect. I think all she did was like this. It was the best part of the whole movie. It blew me away. All right. Relax. I don't think she won an Oscar for it. Actually, she probably did. Does everyone win an Oscar? If the movie wins an Oscar? Did that movie That's ever win a good an Oscar? Question. I don't, I don't know. know. I won an Oscar in my heart. I won my heart. That's exactly right. Tom Hanks is a fucking piece of shit. Speaking of popular piece movies. Of shit pedo. Speaking of popular movies, I would like to show you a popular movie trailer. Show me a popular movie trailer. Okay. And I'm just going to show it to you and you can just like say your stream of thoughts as you're watching this. Done. Okay. Done. I've wanted, been wanting to do these for fucking ever. All right. I will tear a hole into this fucking. Here we go. I guess we could put our headphones on so that we could hear the trailer. Oh, the exorcism of Emily Rose? Okay. Screen Gems. They put out some scary shit. They did Resident Evil. It's a nice house. Four bed, five bath. Okay, true story. Ugh. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, I would just punch her right in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he's in prison for murdering her? At a boy. Had a boy. Ha <laughs> ha. Ew. Why? What's so special about Emily Rose? Oh. Don't count like that. <laughs> Ew. I hated it. You hated it? Yeah. Okay. I, for a second there, I was like, we should watch this. And then I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I've never watched this fucking movie. Ever. Okay. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I've seen it in theaters when it came out, actually. Ew, you freak. It Why? Was, it's, good, it's good. It's a good movie. But with who? My dad. <laughs> um. Sick. 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 So you've never seen that movie? Nope. Okay. Heard of it. Heard of it? Never seen it. As far as it goes. That's as far as you take it. I understand. You just soak your fist in holy water for like two hours. And then just punch her. (sighs) As hard as you fucking can. 
In the face? <laughs> Maybe in the cunt? I don't know. Just anywhere a demon is. Vagina punch. Vagina you know, punch. punch. Corn dog. Vagina punch. <laughs> Terrible. That's where the demons reside. Okay, <laughs> in, the, uh, in the brown eye. <laughs> in the brown eye. That's where you find them. So, blah 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 blah. Is this about Emily Rose? Is so, this an exorcism podcast now. I don't know. Let's talk about great demonic stuff that actually. Based on the story. So the great, plot of the exorcism of Emily Rose uh-huh. is that this girl Emily Rose she dies. Okay, and everybody puts the blame on the exorcism, which was performed by her, f- by Father Moore. By the priest. Before she died. Uh-huh. Yeah. The priest is arrested on suspicion of murder. So the lawyer, Aaron, starts to represent the priest, but um, it goes on to say on imdb.com, but it is not going to be easy as no one wants to believe what Father Moore says is true. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Whoever writes the bios for IMDb. Good. Clutch. Good, good. I've always thought that, like, I have seen some fuck ups, but that one's good, good though. That one was good. That, and one, that one got me. <laughs> it stars Jennifer Carpenter, who is Dexter's uh, sister wife. Um, mm-hmm. she's the sister in Dexter, and I tried to watch it because my friend Lexi is really into it. And I was like, it seems like they want to bang, and she was like, yeah, they're married in real life, and I was like, oh. Mm. Chemistry, sister wife. Uh, so Jennifer, but actually Jennifer Carpenter's been in a lot of stuff. So I don't mean to call her just from that because I looked her up just because I was curious. And she does like voices for video games, horror video games, all kinds of stuff. So Ew. yeah, she's pretty cool actually. Damn, do you know you could go do that? I would love to. I'll, I have no Maybe problem. Maybe in Denver we could. Let's go right now. Do you want to see their picture? Like nope. actual Annalise. Okay, the actual girl versus the actress, just next to each other? Sure. Okay. Sure. I feel like I won't get away from it. It's pretty good. Yeah, right? Yeah. They did a pretty good job. How do you feel when a horror movie says, like, based on true events? Like this, or like The Strangers, uh, Wolf Creek, stuff like that? Fourth Kind. Fourth Kind. I hated that movie. I don't know if that was... Was it based on true events? I don't know. It's fucking... In my life. The scariest part is the fucking dash cam Ugh. footage from the police car. I don't like it. Do you? How does it make you feel when movies are based on true events like that? Mm. Better, worse, worse, worse. I, obviously, I mean, and then you start talking about it. Like, does it make their ears ring? And they just come and prance up. <gasps> on here? Prance up on in here. The extra. You call. Hello, it's me. I'm the The Exorcism of Emily Rose is one of those movies. The girl on the right of the pictures I showed you is actually Annalise Mitchell. You'll see those in our Instagram. You will. Annalise was born to Anna and Joseph Mitchell. They were both very religious. Before Annalise, the mom, Anne, gave... Is this the actor? No, this is the real lady. Emily Rose. Her name's Annalise Mitchell. Why didn't they use her real name? I don't know. I, I didn't get the Safety. chance to interview them before the podcast. <laughs> and they were dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Emily Rose was just a fictional representation of Annalise gotcha. Michelle. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Annalise was born to Anna and Joseph Michelle, who are very religious. Before Annalise, the mom, Anne, gave birth to a daughter named Martha. And in this article I read, they straight up called her disgraced. Why? 
because she, the kid was like illegitimate. They literally every source just called her like illegitimate. So this because she had her out of wedlock, I think. Ooh. So this kid is like bastard. treated like a bastard. Yeah. And Anna is like tainted, quote unquote. And Damn. as punishment, she has to wear a black veil on her wedding day. Oh, right. Kiss my ass. My wedding day, bitch. Fuck off. I'm going to wear the whitest fucking dress. I'm do whatever I want. It's going to be fucking... Or a pink veil. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to choke you out with my black veil. I'm going to fucking do karate down the aisle. I'm going to have nunchucks Wait, instead of a bouquet. Black veil society or... That's a band. Black veil brats. That's who it is. <gasps> oh my wow. god. Now I get it. <laughs> wow. Good. It came full circle. Hot takes with Jake. Wow. Hot takes with Jake's. It's back. <laughs> wow. I never actually even thought about the meaning of that band name. And now I just figured we just learned... Click. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> All right. So Annalise was their first, quote unquote, legitimate daughter, which I think is like fucking hilarious. <laughs> They're like, oh, the first one didn't count. Too legit to quit. This one. Yeah, and this one's legitimate. legitimate. You must quit. You must quit, please. So Annalise was born in 1952 in Klingeberg, Germany. Ugh. Annalise, Michelle. Cool. Probably sounds like a great place. I just made a friend from Belgium. That's neat. On Twitch, yeah. Very cool. Was cool. Something something wood shoes. Something something, right? I don't know. Uh, offensive joke. Insert offensive joke here it's, because I'm yeah. an American and that's like my. You like your chocolate, thank you. Oh, we do. We love your reality uh, TV, TV participants as well. They're always good. And then what's his face? Jesse. Jesse. Oh. Yeah, every every Dutch person I've ever seen on reality show is like, just. Jesse awesome. the worst. <laughs> yeah, awesomely bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's like not even cute. It's ridiculous. But um, anyway, Annalise Mitchell and the whole Mitchell family were super Catholic. Anna marched the family deeper and he deeper. He had a studio apartment. Hmm? He had a studio apartment. Who? Jesse. And he like expected them to live there. Just live in one right? room together. It's one room. No privacy, twenty four seven. And he was just really criticizing her about everything. The entire time. He's like, you don't, you wear too much makeup. You. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck Jesse. Fuck that guy. But anyway. God, we need ready? the ninety day fiance. We can podcast. do it. We can do it. What but let's finish this it? podcast first. Okay, sorry. Okay, fucking. So Anna kind of continued marching the family deeper and deeper into uh-huh. the religion thing. Uh-huh. And there was kind of this cycle that started. A psycho that started? A psycho that started of Annalise being punished for shit that Anna had done. Wow. Anna was really assertive in getting Annalise into religion. It's like she was like a hundred times stricter with Annalise because of mistakes that Anna had made. Kind of rules like... What mistakes? Well, Anna had a kid out of wedlock. Oh. So Annalise, as a result, is the kind of kid who's, like, not able to go out past, like, 5.30. She's got to wear dresses down to her ankles. She's got to wear turtlenecks. You know what I mean? Like, they are, like, are so strict under the basis of religion with her. And as a result, Annalise, she really internalized all that. And she grew up to be a pretty okay, very proper young lady. She cared about people. She was nice, smart, and likable. Super religious. Also, soups relig is what I wrote. So the teen enjoyed when she grew up and kind of became into her teenage years. She enjoyed activities such as sleeping on the bare floor. Love sleeping. Love it. Not bare. On a, not on a 
no floor made of bears uh just on like stone she would like find like some stone floors and she'd be like oh my god this is great and she would like sleep on it with no blankets no pillows raw dogging Sick fuck ew and raw dogging it raw dogging it and she said it was because she quote was suffering for the sins of homeless drug addicts and other damned souls end quote Aww, just girly things. Yeah, just as one do. That's like what I. You gotta t- t- help help them bear their burden. Get your kicks. It's fine. It's um, all good up in this hood. Yeah, that's fine. Normal fourteen year old stuff. Yeah. In ninety. It's kind of extra dramatic. Yes. I must bear the sins of, of the <laughs> attic. Uh, Annalise, what are you Emily, doing on the, the garage floor? The floor. <laughs> There's mice and stuff out here. Get the fuck in the house. You, you got squirrels we in your hair. We bought a bed for you. Don't fucking waste it. <laughs> Please get up. That's a Serta. Okay, get your fucking ass in there and sleep on it. Excuse me, this is where our illegitimate daughter Martha is supposed to sleep. Can you please go back inside? Yeah, come on. Come on. This is where the bastard children sleep. Yeah. Okay, you're keeping your sister up. Not that we care. <laughs> Fuck you, it Martha. sounds like your sister's keeping you up. <laughs> in 19... In, uh, fuck, what month is nine? September of 1968, 16-year-old Annalise passed out for the first time and went yeah. into a fit of convulsions. YOLO. Drugs. YOLO. She was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy, and they gave her some medications. When she went home that night, she felt a ghostly presence creep onto her bed Uh-oh. and pin her down... On Uh-oh. her chest. That's not good. No. It's obviously a creeper. Creepy. Creepy, invisible creeper. Yeah. Slight racy. Weird shit. Yeah. So Annalise tried to kind of shake it off. She prayed about it, and that was kind of what she did. <laughs> and then while she would be praying, she would start to see some other creepy shit out of the corner of her eye, and she would try to ignore it. And then it kind of continued to escalate from there. Shit like walking into a room, turning off a light, and turning around, and there's someone standing inches from your face. Shit! But then they're gone. Yeah, because they don't want to throw hands. Because they don't want to throw hands. (laughs) She started to see some ghostly faces and creatures that were definitely not from this world. She actually described them as demonic. And then sometimes she would see nothing. Everything was fine. She was able to function normally, go to school, go to work. Everything was fucking normal for her. Ew. Annalise noticed that these hallucinations were more intense when she tried to pray. When she went to church. Stop praying. Just stop. (laughs) Just stop. Sit there quietly. Let the devil win. It's fine. (laughs) In August of 1969, she had another seizure. And they went to the doctor and they did an EK. Acid. Acid. They went to the doctor and they did an EKG, which is like a brain scan, John, and there was nothing wrong, but it was definitely a seizure. So they told her to just monitor, keep taking her medications, and hopefully it'll stop, right? She'll be fine. Be fine. In the medical world, we call that a seizure. It's like a little pause no from real life. It's, it's fine. It's you fine. forget everything. It happened two more times in the next three years. So in 1970, they gave her a different anticonvulsant drug. Her brain scan appeared normal at that time. And two, the newest one. The newest one. Two years later, they gave her a drug called Dilantin, and her brain scan had like a kind of irregular pattern, but it wasn't anything like, oh, this is crazy. You definitely, you know, it was just a little weird looking, but it wasn't a huge red flag. It was if a brain scan. The fucking... Is weird in my brain, and you don't mention it to me. 
Throwing hands again. This is actually a podcast about throwing hands. It's called boxing. Well, we can't talk about it because the second rule is that we like don't talk about it. That's Fight Club. It's a podcast now. Thank you. It's fine. It should be called, uh, what was his name? Not Deer Dick. Tyler Durden Soap Company. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1972, she was prescribed a drug called Dilantin. And, oh yeah, also apparently she was on a mood stabilizer at that time. In 1973, Annalise started to hear a phantom knocking. It seemed to respond to questions. And to prove to herself that she wasn't crazy, she would often invite her sister into the room. Yo, bitch, are you knocking out there? Well, listen to this. And her sister could hear it, too. Knock twice if if we think uh, she's an ill-admitted child. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, ah, damn it. Martha, do you know Morse code? (coughs) And she's like, yeah. And then she's like writing it down and she's like, oh, it it just keeps spelling out fuck off, Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to your garage. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Your cold existence. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) Even the ghost is cruel as fuck. Everybody is mean to Martha. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to haunt you. You're fucking illegitimate. Ew. I'm just trying to get out of this house to get away from Martha. That's Ew. what the ghost is singing. He's Ugh. like, I got to find a way out of here. Like, this is the not. The ghost it. just doesn't go into the garage because Martha's yeah. in there. Yeah. He's got to. St- yeah. So, um, Annalise also started to hear a voice talking to her, an occasion that she couldn't identify. And it would often tell her that she was going to hell, which terrified her. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> uh, very frightening. You're going to hell, dude. Anna, one night, saw Annalise standing in the pitch dark in the middle of the night, staring at a statue of the Virgin Mary. When Anna approached Annalise, she tried to, you know, call her and stuff. She's like, hey, hey, hey. She's not responding at all. And when Hey, she, crazy bitch. What are you doing? And she's just kind of standing there staring at the statue, like rocking back and forth on her feet. Isn't that the uh, cover of the movie? Maybe it is, yeah. There's like a white fog and there's a little person. It might be. And then uh, Anna... I know know to stay away from that one. (laughs) (laughs) Anna kind of like grabs her shoulder and when she looks at Anna, Annalise in the face, she's got completely black eyes. And it's almost like her hands are demonic looking, like claws at the end. She's a crip. She's a crip. She's doing gang signs. (laughs) It's fine. It's normal. So... At that point, uh, yeah, she was still, I guess, fine with it. I don't know. I guess that's fine. She just was living her best life. I think she was probably shooting up. Okay. I don't know. In 1973. Heavily heavily on drugs. And that's why she's like, oh, I got to lay on this cold floor to make up for all the addicts. I want you to actually. I want you to like actually put a pin in that idea sort of not in the way you're thinking, but. In a roundabout way. Yeah. It could have maybe possibly. We'll talk about it later. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, in... A pin. Yeah, a pin. In 1973, Annalise went to college. She wanted to become a teacher. While all her friends were out partying, Annalise would stay home. She would read books about saints, and she prayed all the time. Why not go party? I mean... You clearly got some demons you got to exercise. You got to rom springer that that thing. Imagine if she did drink though, and the devil just like 
she just like got too loosey goosey, and then like Satan would be like, "All right, I'm here to party. It's about time. <laughs> it's me. Who wants to see my titties? Yeah, girl's gone wild. Seventy three. Yes. <laughs> Pull out your camcorders. <laughs> Thank God she wasn't drinking. Huh. In September of 1973, she went to the doctor. She told the doctor she was seeing demons. She told the doctor about how she smelled burnt shit 24 yeah. seven, and that she thought the devil was inside of her. The doctor said. To go to a priest, and he said that stupid cheesy line that they show in the movie uh, trailer, there's no injection that cures the devil. Yeah. <laughs> he denies ever saying that, but allegedly, according to the mom and dad, yeah. that's what he said, and that's what got put in the trailer, because it sounds really cool. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> there's no cure for the devil. There's no cure. I also read another account that said a family friend went with Annalise and the family on a trip. The older lady in the family noticed that Annalise couldn't walk past a crucifix, wouldn't drink holy water, and smelled like burnt shit. Ew. Right? She's like, um, you know who? She's stinky. She... <laughs> <laughs> she should go get checked she out. She should go get checked out. Go to the out. OB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't need the family doctor. They need an OBGYN. Different kind of doctor. Hey, ma'am. Actually, did you open a bread factory down there? Because you used to. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> they had the priest. This looks like Martha. This okay? looks like, ooh. <laughs> Martha I That's a burn. from, okay? <laughs> That's a burn. They, they're like, oh, dude, you're starting to smell like Martha. Martha. <laughs> uh, clean yourself up. God. What happened to Martha? Where's Martha during all this? I guess she's just chilling, watching the shit go down, hearing scary voices and knocking and smelling burnt shit. Just like witchcraft. Whoa! Conspiracy corner. Martha's just doing blood sacrifices hmm. to terrorize the family. Oh! Her power level's over nine thousand. Um, some weird licking blood shit. Yeah, something, something like, uh, like making like rat lemonade. Martha's like, yo, you're fucking crazy. Thank God. <laughs> you I make me look so yeah. good, honestly. <laughs> they may call me illegitimate, but you're fucking he, crazy. You're looking kind of unlegit right now, you though. Are crazy. <laughs> how old are these? How old are they now? Um, Martha's older. So why Annalise? does Martha just fucking leave? Right, I don't know. She might have. I'm not sure at this point where she's at. Yeah, because she's older than Annalise. She's out there partying. Yeah, maybe sucking off English majors. And I don't know if they have any younger siblings, also. So I'm not sure which sister is like witnessing this stuff. It's kind of hard to find um, because it's super old, and I didn't want to buy. I didn't have time to read a book. But anyway, um, so. Yes, yes, yes. She does the thing. Okay, so the family friend. Suggested a priest take a look at her, and he suggested, the priest suggested an exorcism, and the parents agreed. So there's two accounts of how the exorcism she came upon. Demons. That's what somebody... Not semen. Demons. demons. Yes. So we've talked about the exorcism process before in the Smiler episode. Mm-hmm. It does take some time to get everything evaluated and approved and whatever. Even in modern times, actually, and I was kind of curious, so I pulled up... <laughs> Website Good application, <laughs> right? Okay, so archdioceseofwashington.org. They have a page called "Request an Exorcism." The right of exorcism is a sacramental of the Catholic Church, whereby the Church asks publicly and authoritatively in the name of Jesus Christ that a person or object be protected against the power of the evil one and withdrawn from his dominion. 
The procedures for requesting an exorcism are as follows. For Catholics or non-Catholics, you have to live in the Washington area. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> if, okay, because there's area codes to demon possession. There sure be. There sure be them uh, area we codes. We can't help there. you if you're not local. Mm, 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 if you're from out of state, you're gonna have to prove that you've lived here for six months at least. Yeah, for sure. If you live outside of the Archdiocese of Washington, you have to contact your local priest. Thank you very much. That's, That's the next bullet point. That's as far as my power goes. Can't help City you there. Lines. Can't help you there. If you don't, okay. <coughs> uh huh. Okay. So during the appointment, the priest will listen to the person's history, provide pastoral guidance, and deliverance prayers. After praying over the person, if the priest considers it appropriate, he or she is referred to the exorcism team of the archdiocese. Mm-hmm. The person will be asked to fill out requisite forms as part of the screening process. Then the exorcist team will assess the situation and How determine... How likely are you to vomit? <laughs> what was your last meal? <laughs> Do you eat bugs? <laughs> Do you eat bugs? Do you smell like shit? Burnt shit? Burnt shit? Do you smell like Martha? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and are, you le- are you legit? <laughs> are you legit? Are you too legit to quit? And at that point, they would determine the appropriate next steps to be followed. Confidentiality is assured throughout the whole process. Parents se- seeking ministry for a son or daughter under the age of 18 may start by making an appointment for their child with their local parish what priest. What would happen if, like... Pope came and did it. Probably. He'd just be like, oh. You ever seen The Last Exorcist? No. Never mind. He wasn't fighting demons. It was a cult. Never mind. Scrap it. Can't remember. I just remembered a it wrong. demons? Just a cult of people. Oh. It's actually a really good movie. He goes around faking these exorcisms. He rigs up the rooms while he's pretending to do his investigations. He's a real priest. But he'll go in there to investigate, like, as part of the process, and then he'll hook up all these little traps and stuff, so that when he's doing the exorcism, he'll, like, Even like he'll shake the pictures with the trap. Called? It's called The Last Exorcist. And then he's going out there, and Who's he's... Who's got in it? Someone fancy and old. Let me see. Well, yeah, I'm down to watch that. That sounds hilarious. It is. And then at the end, um, he gets got by a cult. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, Not it has, like, one and a half star. Oh, they remade it, I guess. That's crazy. I'm thinking of the old one, though, not the... Well, it's like 2010. It's not really old. It's got Patrick Fabian in it. Is that somebody fancy? I have no idea. I don't know who that is. It's a good movie, though. Anyway, uh, fucking... Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, so anyway, my point was, it takes a little bit to get an exorcism, like, actually going... Gotta kind of go. Unless you call Constantine. Unless you call Constantine, he'll just come in like. Sh- will come up and bah, just be bah. like, smash a mirror on your fucking head and leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Annalise spent all of 1974 waiting for her exorcism and going down a. Oh my god! I hope I got it. Hope I get it. I hope She's I get like accepted. Chased, yeah, chasing her <laughs> like a sorority. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that whole year, she did go down a steep spiral in terms of health and spirituality. Bugs. She stopped sleeping. She Bugs. was drinking her piss, eating spiders. Sterile. <laughs> Their girl says you can do it till it turns brown. <laughs> That's not real. I don't know. I heard a redneck say it once. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> I don't know. My friend Jeff told me that, and I was like. I'll drink fucking amoeba water before I drink my own piss. I'll drink. I'll just die. I really don't have a will to live like that. That's true. <laughs> I really don't. I'd rather do that than drink my own piss and, or have to starve to death, right? True. If rescue was not coming for sure, that's what I would do. But anyway, fucking Annalise 
yeah, she stopped sleeping. She drank her own piss. She started to eat spiders, destroy crosses, and she had super strength. Shut up. When Martha came to try to comfort her while she was freaking the fuck out, mm. she ground Martha and threw her like she was a rag doll. At the time, well, Annalise I weighed 80 pounds. Martha probably also was dainty little fucking... When they were feeding her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think Crush is bigger than you. Like <laughs> Lenny in the uh, Mice and Men... He's like, yeah, I want to hold the bunny. And then yeah. <laughs> like, that's how um, Annalise. No, but she did throw Martha across the room like she was a rag doll. Um, she also- you don't touch me, you illegitimate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ew. Like how you throw your fucking bra across the room at the end yeah, of the day. Or banana peel. <laughs> or banana peel. the trash. Comic relief. Hmm. Um, and she also... Like, they tried to feed her an apple, and she just, like, like squished it. An apple? Yeah, Gross. so squished That's it with one hand. detail. Yeah, super strength. That's hard. I'm not even going to try to do that. Can we Google man crush or woman crush I watched apple? Um, an episode of uh, BuzzFeed uh, Paranormal with Shane and mm-hmm. Ryan Bergara. Mm-hmm. And Shane, like, he's, like, your height, and he's, like, this big man, and he tried to do it, and he couldn't I do it. I can't crush an apple. I wouldn't be able apple. to. I want to see someone crush. <laughs> it is, though. yeah, and this That's little eighty-pound girl. She's very small. I would be very crush. afraid. And she's also at this point starting to scream, speak in tongues. Some people report her having two voices at once. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for Yo, sure. Tone it down, okay? You got you have all the attention. <laughs> he said turn it down we're almost done um, so father Radowick said that she was possessed he approved the exorcism and father Renz was the one who was going to be doing it so September 4th 1975 they do the first exorcism there the are what? F- huh the what they do the first, the first? Ex- on her first exorcism for Annalise there's more than one Oh, God. There's 42 audio recordings of the exorcisms. Ew, so which 42 are, exorcisms? Which are publicly available on the internet. I'm not so going to make you listen to that because I know it would ruin your day. I already listened to... <laughs> the acted version. Yeah. yeah, it was very scary. Um, during one of these, I did listen to a part of it so that I could kind of give you an Ew. idea of the shit she was saying. She said she was possessed by six uh, demons or whatever. Yeah, and Damn, she. Demon Bukaki. Again, again, it always happens. It always happens. She said she was possessed by Judas, Nero, Cain, and Hitler. And then she said that the sixth one was the devil, but they, they, they like lied about that. And the priest was like, You lied? And she was like, Haha, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the demon was like a fucking asshole. And she had another spirit inside of her named Valentine Fleischmann. He was a excommunicated priest and she knew all the details which is pretty fucking weird if you ask me because it happened in 1500 so that's kind of weird weird do you want to know how many exorcisms they did 42 67 gross over the course of 10 months they were probably like after a couple they're like we need to record this yeah we should make a podcast yeah Yeah. (laughs) a 62 episode limited series we love this the sessions lasted one or two days each time all the whole time that this is going on she's losing all this weight she's clearly fucking losing her mind eating bugs and pissing on the floor and her parents are like yeah 
helping tie her up. Working. Yeah, they're like helping tie her up every time. Like they're restraining her. Um, May of 1976, Annalise started to get violent towards herself and others. Yeah, I'd want to kill myself too. Yeah, right? So she started to eat coal, dead animals. She would pee on the floor and have full-blown conversations with demons in front of other people. This was my favorite part of the exorcism stories. During one exorcism, she crawled under the table, sat, and would not come out for two days, and would only bark like a dog. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, okay. Kicking her leg if you scratch her right yeah. there. That's nice. She fought so violently against everybody um, that she actually ruptured her ligaments in her knee. She began to have seizures again. She wasn't allowed, or she said she wasn't allowed to eat. They offered her food, but she kept saying that she wasn't allowed. And she weighed less than 80 pounds at that point. So she was obviously very sick. um, And she did die, ultimately, from starvation. She wasn't medically treatable because she constantly fought against treatment. That was a lot of the battles, them trying to take her to get help. And she would, like, beg and plead and fight and scream. And, um... Yo, I would have just strapped her ass down. Well, yeah, and the thing is that her parents never stepped up and said, like, let's do that. They never they never were like, yeah, let's let's make her get help. Let's force feed her, you know? They were just like, okay, she's possessed. Let's keep doing these exorcisms. Yeah. Actually, the day before she died, they did an exorcism on her, and she was too weak to stand, so her parents carried her around. Carried her around to wait? Like, they're just like... You gotta go over here now. Here, like she's a Barbie. Yeah. All your sins. Let me go here, here so you can what? slap people. Get the fuck over here and help us out. Yeah. Help us abuse your sister. <laughs> so. Yeah, that does sound just like some parental abuse. Doesn't it? So. I don't even know if it's. She may just be having like a, an episode. Right. And right. She right. She can't eat. Wow. Well, she weighed. Now I know demon possessions are just mental illness. She weighed sixty-eight pounds at the time of her death, and she was twenty-three years old. Ugh. The day before. Oh yeah, I told you that already. Okay. Uh, so I don't really know what happens or like what you're supposed to do after basically someone like dies horrifically, right? Like I don't know who you call, but they alerted whoever, and the authorities got there, I guess, and they were like, "I'm sorry, what? How did she die? What? Look." You starved her. Look, she's got bruises. Her face is swollen. Her cheeks are sunken. Yeah. She's missing teeth. This is called child abuse. Yeah. Well, adult, right? Because Adult abuse, yeah. But if she's not able to function, then it's even worse than child abuse because she's disabled, basically. Everyone's going to jail. Uh, Yeah. So they did start to press criminal charges against Anna and Joseph Mitchell, Father Renz, and Father Alt, who did the exorcism. Uh, Martha's like... I'm exempt. I got thrown like I'm a rag doll. You made me sleep in the garage. And now yeah, I don't you, go yeah, to jail. <laughs> so they went to court and their defense was that Annalise exercised her right to refuse medical treatment. Father Alt also did have a doctor visit Annalise on May 30th. But the doctor, when called to testify, said that he went there because he was curious, not because he was going to help her. Like he was straight up like, oh, no, I just wanted to see what was that. Like, that just sounded cool. <laughs> So he did go see her. He went to see her. He said that she had no external injuries, but Father Wren said that she had hella bruising and a swollen face. So completely different stories from both men. Sounds to me like the doctor just didn't want to implicate himself. 
So no, he. No, no, no. Oh, no, I, I wasn't in, going to I help. I wasn't there in any professional. She looked fine. Yeah. She was doing great. Yeah, she looked great. She was eating. She <laughs> was eating? Also, her autopsy revealed that she had a normal brain, so she didn't have epilepsy at all. There was also no ulcers that you get when you starve to death. So that was pretty fucking weird. Prosecution said that she was epileptic and psychotic. And they actually also accused Father Alt of being schizophrenic. What? The priest who was doing the exorcisms, they were like, bitch, you you're, need to be on meds. Crazy too. You're fucking crazy. You always be doing this shit. It's insane, bro. So, yeah. yeah they're, that's wild. Right? Right? That scares me even more. Yes! Damn, is this priest actually, like, this crazy person is in this weird power position? And if she doesn't have... Oh, we'll talk about it in a second. Hold on. Mental illness? She said she... uh, They said that she was in a psychosis and the exorcisms just made it worse. That would... Yeah. Yeah. They said, you know, of course, that would explain how she was completely normal in between exorcisms because it was the exorcisms themselves that were making her Her sick. Yeah. They probably had some weird... Sage burning or something, or yeah, lead paint. Lead paint. I don't know, <laughs> but always, just being tied up, being tied up for two days is not a move. Is terrible for anybody. That would make Martha you. Martha likes it. Martha okay. probably does like it. Deviant. Yeah, she definitely is. She's out there. Time to do the bed. <laughs> That's fine. I actually already tied up my legs. If you can just get my arms. Uh, had they forced medical intervention, she would have likely survived. Her mom, dad, father Renz, and father Alt served six months in prison each. Well, that's not too bad. What do you think, Jake? Are you scared? I was scared during the beginning. Okay. Okay. But now that you fucking mansplained it to me, I'm not scared. <laughs> um, yeah, it's possible. It sucks because, like, you know, back in the 70s, they probably didn't have... Anything. Anything. Anti-psychotics. Yeah. Especially over there in Germany. I really don't know what it was like. So. Yeah. Did they have like, I mean, get some Quaaludes or something for her. Some Quaaludes. You gotta. She needs some Um, Zannibars. And if she really didn't have epilepsy, then those drugs that they were giving her could have. Caused it. Yeah. Yeah. She's tripping fucking balls because she's on phenobarbital. This is the newest drug we made. Yeah. He has no testings. This is the part of the podcast. You just do it miracles. It's fine. Snort it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where I read you a happy story. We're going to try to bring the mood up. It's actually this one. Okay, I know it's supposed to make me feel really good, but it's going to bring out the hellion in us, and I already know it, and okay. I can't wait. <laughs> Give it to me. Okay. Andrea Lessing just got hired at Goodwill. She was working at the charity shop. When she was in the back sorting clothes, looking for rips or stains, when she saw a jacket. Dope. Probably uh, a sick-ass jacket. Probably super sick. That's the only reason I'd want to work at Goodwill, so I could see everything first. <laughs> I'm going right? to I'm going to set this to the side. Can you work at Goodwill for that same reason? I, would love to. I already applied at Goodwill, and then I rescheduled my interview, and they never called me back. But it's fine. But anyway. That was, that was a shitty one here. Yeah. Um, the Denver Goodwill is going to be popping. I can't wait. So she was like investigating these jackets or these sweaters or whatever they were. And she felt like really thick padding along the outside. Yes. And there's something in there. She sticks her hand in there. Money or drugs. Please. Pulls please. out stacks of hundred dollar bills. Fuck yes. Forty two thousand dollars. I'm going to take my break. 
<laughs> like, I actually quit. <laughs> I, would, I would just be like, yo, I gotta take a break. I gotta go. Uh, it's gonna be a long one. <laughs> I will be back later. Yeah. Um, the Save first this jacket for me. <laughs> the first thing she thought of was her six-year-old daughter. She said her birthday is coming up in July, so I can actually give her an amazing birthday. A forty-two thousand dollar birthday, you fucking dumbass. But Lessing says she believes in karma and couldn't imagine keeping the money for herself. I hate you. She reported the. So law. she reported. She found forty thousand dollars. <laughs> reported the lost cash. No, no, no. And the shop in Norman. Oh, fuck. I clicked on something. She reported that she found the lost cash and she. Um, you stupid. If I swear to God, if I find a large amount of cash or even if I found drugs on the beach in Miami or something like that, ain't nobody. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping that shit. The Oklahoma shop was able to track down the owner thanks to some thanks to some documentation that was bundled with the money inside the donation. The owners forgot about the money somehow, I guess, and they uh, cried and gave her a thousand dollars. Since we gave her the reward on Thursday, I spoke to her yesterday, and she is still in shock and awed by their generosity. <laughs> Bitches only gave me a thousand dollars. Uh, it goes on, but basically it's an article called Oklahoma Goodwill Employee Finds 42000 in Hidden and Donated Clothing and Her Integrity Pays Off by GoodNewsNetwork.org. How does it pay off? She got robbed. I would have robbed them. I would have robbed them nice old people. I would have been like, sorry. I mean. You donated it. You donated it. Sorry. I mean. Yeah, you donated it. You already made your donation. You already like put that in the basket. Like. Yeah, look. It's too late. I can guarantee there's no money in that. Okay. <laughs> not if even a fucking a nickel dollar, in my shit. <laughs> you know, in there, I'm not gonna be like a. I guess forty two thousand. But okay, the other thing is. I would not. I would not. Do how do they money. stuff forty two thousand stacks of hundreds in a sweater and forget That's not about that it? Much. It's not that much. Yeah, but isn't that some like stupid? It's, it's that about, sounds like a it's lie. About, it's from here to here. It sounds like a lie, though. Why would you have that in a jacket? Depends on what kind of jacket it was. Okay, if it's like a leather Colombian drug dealing jacket. They were yeah. busy in it. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. probably were wearing it dealing drugs. They were in a police chase. They had to quickly change. In a Goodwill. They like threw their shit in there. They ran through the Goodwill, putting on clothes. Ran yeah, out the back door. that's the conspiracy movie. Conspiracy like corner. That's good. That'd yeah. be a good movie. Yeah. Ditch it. I'm sure that is a movie. And I'm sure <laughs> that actually is a movie. It's shady. called uh, National National Treasure. Oh no way. I think. Very cool. Or no, it's something. It's Martin Lawrence movie, but he's a diamond thief, and he steals this diamond, big ass diamond. And he fucking, like, hides it in this building that's under construction, and then he gets busted. Dang. So he goes to jail, gets out of jail, and he finds out that it's a fucking police station. No. Now. Yep, the diamond he hid in the vent is in a police station. So he fakes becoming a cop. No. Infiltrates, and and he everyone's all like, oh, my God, he's fucking genius. Like, he's a genius. Because he's, like, uh, some great detective or something like that. And he ends up, like... Dave Chappelle's in it. He ends ah. up, like Dave Chappelle knows him, and he's all like, God, "Look, I gotta take you in." And he was Dave Chappelle was just shooting at him with like this machine pistol. And he's like, "I." Dave Chappelle's like, "Well, I'm keeping my gun." He's like, "I can't let you keep it." It's a really good. Sounds movie. good. Okay. 
We got some movie wrecks coming out of this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking classic. Okay, okay. Let me wrap this up really quick. Martin Lawrence. It sounds amazing. So if you guys like the podcast, please hang out with us. We have many episodes on Wednesday. Subscribe. Subscribe. Tell your friends. DM us. Send us an email at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com. Send us pictures of... Not your butthole. Not Anything your butthole. But your butthole. Honestly, y'all, if you Google Annalise Mitchell, you can find all kinds of horrific pictures of the condition that she was in before she died, but I don't want to look at them. And I will never see them, so Yeah, so luck. if you guys want to look on that, that's on you. If I, you don't like sleeping. She was... Yeah, it's pretty awful. It's pretty bad. But awful. it's Women's History. It's Women's Month. Great. Let's end on that one. That's good. <laughs> Y'all just crazy. It's, she's uh, exercise your demons. Systematically abused is the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's been great and it's been real and don't and forget to drink water. Drink oh. water. Yeah, that was good. You're welcome. Karaoke. Don't forget to drink water. Don't forget to drink water. Bye.